on today's episode, we're going to talk about the roadmap to success. Now, I know for some of you, you may be thinking that you're still young and you still have a lot of time to think about your future, which may be true. Then I have some of you that are still trying to figure out what success looks like for you. It doesn't matter if you're in middle school, high school, or college. It's never too early or too late to start thinking about what's ahead of you. Take a few seconds and look at yourself in the mirror. You can see yourself, right? You're breathing, right? Okay, well, I hope if you're listening to this, you actually answer yes to those questions. So today we have a special guest, and I've known this young lady for quite some time. And because of her time and dedication and wise decision-making, she was able to become the amazing woman that she is today. But before I introduce her, we're going to take a quick commercial break. So on today's episode, we have a special guest that goes by the name of Danielle Johnson. How you doing today, Danielle? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. Okay, so Danielle, we've been talking about recording this episode for a while now, mm-hmm. and we finally have gotten a chance to sit down and chat. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, well, hello everyone. My name is Danielle Johnson. I am 26 years old. I am a producer at CBS 47, Fox 30, Action News Jax. I am also a writer and an aspiring entrepreneur. So I've known Danielle for a long time. Me and her cousin sister, sister cousin, (laughs) are best friends. Um, I can actually say that I've watched Danielle grow from a young lady to an amazing woman. Um, I've watched her journey from high school to college to her growing in her career. And I'm just really, I just want to say that I'm really proud of her. I really want to say that you're doing a great job. Um, And here's my first question. So when you were in middle school or high school, did you know that you wanted to become a writer? Not at all. Not even in college when I was in school for journalism. I did not, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. Um, I got into journalism because my mom was like, well, I think you'd be good at that. I think you'd be good in front of the camera. I think you have the voice, you have the look. And so I just kind of went with it because at that time I was lost. I did not know what I wanted to do. Now, growing up, I always wanted to be a teacher. You could not tell me I was not going to be a teacher. That's what I wanted to do. I think I remember that. And I can honestly say that was a childhood passion. But my mom kind of steered me into the way of journalism, and so I pursued it. Um, Then when I went to school, I really realized how much writing it really entails. And I was like, I don't know. I don't think I want to do all this writing. But now I'm really immersed in it, and so it kind of helped me understand that writing is the forefront of a lot of things. Writing is the forefront of movies is the forefront of music it's the forefront of even your ideas everything starts with the writing and so now that I'm in a career where I have to write I'm kind of honing in on my skills and really um, stepping into my creative side so that is allowing other avenues beyond news writing now I'm also writing for a short series and so I did not like writing at first, but now that I understand and realize that 
Yeah, you have to write pretty much for everything. Pretty much, yeah. Yes. So now it's kind of making me um, appreciate it more and appreciate my ability to be able to grow in that. So once your mom told you, well, once your mom steered you in that direction, what steps did you take? To um, be a part of that? Yeah. So I said, okay. I was in school for my associate's degree at the time. I went to FSCJ and got my associate's degree before I went to FAMU for my bachelor's degree. So I said, okay, well, let me look at their curriculum. Let me see what they require. And so I looked on FAMU's website for their curriculum. And then I said, okay, well, these are the classes I need to take at FSCJ to be able to transform into a university and this program in particular. So I looked. And I decided to, you know, choose my classes based off of what they would accept. Okay, so did you know, so pretty much you knew at FSCJ that you wanted to become a writer one day? Not a writer, but just in journalism. So at at the time, I was like, okay, I want to be in front of the camera. Mm -hmm. I want to be a reporter. Never even thought about the writing that it requires. Never thought about it. And so I learned that transitioning into FAMU and being a part of the J School, we call it J School, Journalism School is J School. FAMU, J School, 2016, hello. Um, So I, I transformed and then that's when I learned when I was actually immersed in the program that, oh my gosh, I have to write. And then even then I didn't really like it, but I had to do it. So once you do it and then you learn to appreciate it and then you learn that, wow, I really can do this. I never thought I could. Now, okay, what else can I do with this skill that I'm learning, which is writing? It's like, okay, everything revolves around writing. So now I've done this. Now I can do this. So that pretty much takes me into my next question Mm -hmm. because you said that you didn't really like writing. Mm -hmm. So would you say that writing was a challenge for you? Because my next question was, is, Mm -hmm. did you face any challenges? Absolutely. Um, Writing definitely was a challenge for me. I took a creative writing class my last semester at FAMU and I hated it. (laughs) So because I, you know, we tend to be hard on ourselves and the focus of the class was to write creative stories. I will always tell myself, I'm not creative enough to write a story. I can't tell a story. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm actually in the field of journalism and I'm writing every day, mm-hmm. I tell stories every day. Right. And so that helped me understand, well, now in this career now, it helped me understand that, like, appreciate that class back then right. when I did not like it. And, I, I you know, it was it was challenging for me because I was hard on myself and down in myself and not really realizing my full potential and I didn't want to see it so it was a challenge so how did you balance your college life and pretty much just making sure that you stayed on top of your academics and making sure that you stayed on top of maintaining the grade yeah so um I, again, I went to FAMU as a transient student. So I, that means I went to a JUCO, we call it junior college, got my associate degree, transferred to FAMU. So I knew 
in the summer, summer of 2014, that I was going to FAMU. And I still had classes that I needed to take at FSUJ. And I was like, okay. I even went to FAMU. I went and signed my lease for my apartment. Mm -hmm. I was not even done at FSUJ. But I did that to make sure that I was going to be at that school come fall 2014. Because I knew from me, Mm -hmm. it was time. And so... I made I, I took that step. I, I just took a leap of faith and I said, you know, I'm gonna go sign my lease. So I did that and I went and I signed it. So I made sure I set myself up for that next step. So I know a lot of seniors are listening to this episode mm-hmm. and a lot of them are probably ready ready to go party, go to the campus parties, college parties. Can you tell us a little bit about those? Yeah. yeah. Um <laughs> Honestly, and just to go back to the last question, you said basically, you know, how did I stay focused? Yeah. I knew for me, okay, if I'm coming as a transit student, I got two years. Mm -hmm. That's it. I don't have enough time to go party. I don't have enough time to, you know, lollygag. And a lot of people, I didn't have the same advantage as a lot of people did because they went as freshmen and they lived on campus and they made their friends and kind of established those relationships. I came in on the back end of that. Everybody already knew each other and everything. So I was like, okay, well, I only have two two years. I can't mess off and, you know, party too much. And I'm not saying that you can't. You should because you need a healthy balance, even right. in life, period. You need a balance. You need a balance of work and you need a balance of play. Everybody know you work hard, you play harder. That is real life. Absolutely. And you work hard and you play hard because that is your your token to yourself, basically. When you work hard, it pays off. So I was like, okay, I can't really do as many things as everybody did, mm-hmm. you know, and get immersed in that type of culture. I know I'm here for one thing and I know I'm here for my education. So I took that very serious because I knew that I was going to be out of there in two years. And I didn't want to let my parents down. Or myself, but at the time, you know, you kind of think more so about your parents or, you know, whoever you grew up with, and you don't want to let them down. So they're looking up to you to go do your work, do the things you got to do, and graduate on time. So that was my goal. So my two years went real fast, real fast. I feel like by the time I really got acclimated to everything, Mm -hmm. it was time for me to go. So, <laughs> I mean, I did party, but I made sure I did my work first. And I would say that to everybody. Make sure you handle your business first. Play always comes after. Work hard and you play harder. Procrastination is a sin. Yes. But, listen, I can honestly say that before Danielle actually went to Tallahassee, we had our share of turnips, Okay. <laughs> So she didn't have to turn up as much when she went there because we, 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 we had our share of turn up. I used to be at FSCJ <laughs> and things used to be going on, homecoming. Like yes. You know, weekends I had my cousin there. I had friends there. Yes. My friends went there freshman year. So yes. I would go party with them for the weekend, come on back. So I already kind of knew the culture. Right. So I was kind of familiar. <laughs> so when I got there, I was like, okay, yeah, I kind of been there, done that, but... I need to get my work done. I'm going to go party later. Later. And we were not even students of FAMU, but we definitely enjoyed some turnips at yes, FAMU. Okay? But like she said, work hard, play harder. That's it. That's it. <laughs> and it's the things you hear every day, and it's the cliches you hear, 
growing up. But then when you get older, you realize, like, wow, that really has some meaning to it. A lot of meaning to it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So if you could go back to middle school or high school, what would you do differently to prepare for your future? I would take it back to high school. Because, you know, middle school is kind of, you, you, you kind of remember it, but it's kind of in your distant memory. Right. But high school is really that that pillar. Um, that's what kind of moves you forward. That's what kind of pushes you to that next set or that next goal in life, that next step, so to say. And high school, I would go back to high school and I would really prepare hard for college. You know, I would take my classes more serious. I would take um, my subjects more serious. I would pay more attention in class, make sure my grades are good. Mm-hmm. You know, those type of things. Don't get so much into the hype of the social life. Right. Because that really can take a toll on, you know, you you know, trying to fit in or make friends and all of that. No, what's really important is you. And I think that's one thing we lack. We don't put ourselves first, but we learn that after the fact. And I do feel like life experiences, you learn by doing. You Absolutely. learn from experiences. And you also learn from other people's experiences. Absolutely. So one thing I always say is, you know, somebody will come tell you about their experience. Listen to them. Yes. Because you can learn from that. Yes. And, you know, you don't have to go through that same thing they did or make those same mistakes they did because of the simple fact that y'all had that conversation. Yeah. So I think that's important too. But I definitely would take my um, curriculum much um, more critical and make sure that I'm really on top of my GPA and make sure that I'm grasping everything that I'm learning as well. So how does your friends or environment in high school affect how well you perform? Oh, it's, oh, what? (laughs) That's important. You are the company you keep. Right. And birds of a feather flock together. Woo. And when you realize yourself and you realize your potential, and you realize what you will and will not tolerate, that will deflect how you see the people around you and how, and who you let in. So you have to be very careful of who you let in your circle. And I know we kind of learn that later in life, too. It's like all the skills that we kind of learn and, like, the life lessons, it kind of it, it's later on in life. Mm-hmm. But if you have somebody take it from us, if you have somebody telling you right now. Listen. If you have somebody telling you right now, that's important. And so, like I just said before, you can learn from other people's experiences and not go through the same things they did based off of what they're telling you. So, you really have to be the company you keep. And you have to set yourself as that example. Yeah. Yeah. And then people, you know, will flock to you if they're like you. And if they're not for you, they're not for you. It is not in other world. Friends come and go. People are in your life for seasons. Hello. You have to... Stay focused on what you want and stay focused on the person you are trying to be for your foreseeable future. That's good. And I like to add to that part because um, the people, well, I can honestly say that I only have one friend that I was friends with in high school. And that is my best friend. Um, But the friends I started off with in ninth grade, I mean, we're not beefing or anything, but 
we don't really talk anymore. And there was a lot of things that we got in trouble about. There were some decisions that we made wrong. You know, even like a relationship decision. There were some things that I pretty much like altered myself kind of to like fit in with the crowd or fit in with my friends. And none of those things like helped who I am today. Right. Um, I learned. However, it didn't really help who I am today. So like Danielle just said, like friends come and friends go. So you have to like choose your friends wisely. Mm -hmm. Don't change who you are to fit in with someone or to please someone. Just be you. Point blank period. You just have to be you. And just remember what your ultimate goal is. Like you have to get in your mind where you want to, where you want to be at one day. How you want to be, how you want to live. Mm-hmm. And just remember, like, well, for me, that was my experience. I don't know what your experience is or if you still have your same friends from high school. Yeah. I mean, but like I said, I just have my one best friend. And I don't have a problem with any of them, but we all just went down different paths, different roads. If I see them, I'll speak. I'll even, you know, sh- um, com- communicate with them through social media. But... I don't really hang with or talk to them how I used to in high school. Yeah. And listen to your intuition. Like, you know if your spirit doesn't sit well with somebody. Don't ignore that. Yes. Listen to your intuition for everything in life. I'm telling you, your intuition most likely Mm -hmm. is right. Because that's how you feel deep down inside. Now, I am fortunate enough to have my group of friends that I've had in high school we call ourselves a Fab Five. Shout out Fab Five. <laughs> but we call ourselves a Fab Five. And I've been fortunate enough to be around people who I can grow with. That's to good. be around people who, you know, genuinely love me as much as I love them. We look out for each other. We can hang out together. You know, I just came from one of my fr- my good friend's house. I'm going to be in her wedding in October. So you have those friends. And I will say most likely you'll meet them early on. But you'll, my dad always told me you'll have maybe two or three. Yeah. Two or three good friends that yeah. you can count on for anything. And that's okay. You have people in your life. You have friends in your life that come mm-hmm. and then they go. So you can learn from them and, and take every, every experience in life as a, a learning point for you. Whatever you can take from it and learn from it, there's nothing wrong with that because... In life, you have to constantly grow anyway. And that's with relationships with friends, relationships with guys, relationships with girls, um, career, anything. Life is a learning process. And if you're not learning, you're not growing. At all. Very good. That was good stuff. (laughs) Um, So, my next question is, what advice would you give to a young lady in high school Mm -hmm. who is preparing to go off to college? Mm, Okay. Um, Really, really, really think about what it is that truly makes you happy. Because one thing you don't want to do is go to school for something that everyone's telling you you should do. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we kind of fall victim and our parents may tell us or our guardians may tell us, you need to be this, you need to be that. Yeah. But you are the only person that knows you the best. And, you know, I would say talk to God, pray to God, listen to God. Yeah. You know, don't ignore his voice. Mm-hmm. Whatever he's telling you to do, do that. You know, whatever makes you happy. And a, a lot of people say this, whatever you can get up and do every day for free. 
And a lot of people say, I won't do nothing for free. <laughs> but you really have to think about what you love to do. Yeah. So that's first. Like, really think about that. I went to a seminar back in December. Um, his name was Steven Speaks. And he said, a lot of people... They work in these jobs and they do things every day that they don't love doing. Mm -hmm. He said, do you ever consider doing something you loved as a child? Right. Whatever your childhood passion was, that's probably what you love to do. Right. So think about that as well. And for me, that was teaching. And honestly, I have not let that go. Um, so think about that. You know, think about what you love to do and then see, you know, Look at different programs that offer what you may love to do or what you can see yourself doing. Right. And then put exert your energy towards that. Because what you don't want to do is go to school for something that maybe, you know, something that pays a lot of money or something your mom is telling you you should do. Yeah. And that's not what you love doing because ultimately you won't be happy. Yeah. So you have to do that. And you have to think about it. So you have two choices. You can either evolve or you can repeat. So in college, right. you are you need to evolve, right. and that needs to be your goal. You do not want to repeat. I always say success. How do you define success? Well, a lot of people have a lot of different definitions of it, but for me, it's how are you growing? Mm -hmm. If you're the same person you were last year, that's not success. If you're different than you were last year and you're growing for the better, that is success. Mm -hmm. It is upward mobility in life. Don't ever remain stagnant about what you're doing. Don't ever say, okay, I'm good when I'm at. I don't want to do nothing else. I just said life is a learning, it's a learning process. Yeah. And that is forever. So always think about upward mobility. Weigh your risks. Yeah. Weigh your risk. You know, um, think about it. Like what what am I risking if I do this? What am I risking if I do that? You have to have these conversations and with yourself. And you have to write it down. Your blueprint. Mm -hmm. That is your blueprint. Before any building is built, it was a thought or an idea first. Absolutely. Then it had to be put on paper before a brick or sand or anything is ever laid on ground. Start with your blueprint. Write down your ideas. Yeah. Write down whatever it is. Put it on paper so you can see it. Make sure that you can because... That is your blueprint for how you want to kind of lay out your life or lay out, you know, your next year or your next five years. Write down your goals. That is very important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you said something so real. You said that you don't want to pretty much shape your life around like what maybe your mom or whoever raised you. But not only them, but like what, so, what society defines as success like, yeah. or social media defines as success. Mm -hmm. I feel like... A lot of people do get caught up in the voice of other people, but yeah. once you like tune out the voice of other people and when, cause I mean, I feel like a lot of times like people tell you based on like, oh, you know, this career makes this type of money, this career makes that type of money. And it's crazy because the other day I made a post about, you know, I have glamour that, um, mm -hmm. At the moment, I'm I'm doing glamour for free. I go to I go to the middle school every Wednesday and I mentor those girls yeah. for free and I love doing it. It's I know eventually mm -hmm. the money is going to come, right. but that's something that I enjoy doing and I would do it for free. So, if you have to think about like 
will you do it for free? Like, it's the, it's, you have to love it that much. Like, it's not always about the money. The money is going to come. As long as you're obedient and walking in your purpose, like, and not necessarily allowing other people to define who you are, you have to be confident in you. You have to be confident in what you want to do. Right. In order to become successful. Absolutely. You can't necessarily, like, your parents or whoever has already lived their life. Um, people on social media are living their life. You can't pretty much define your life based on what other people say. You have to pray. You have to follow your heart's desires. You have to follow that thought that's in your mind. Because I feel like if it's placed in your mind or in your heart, that means that it's meant for you to do. Mm-hmm. Pray on it. And act on it. That's right. Pray on it and act on it. And one thing that I said, I, um, I was been still to teen 2011, and we had to choose a quote that we liked. And I fell in love with this quote, and I cannot tell you who it's by, but I live by this. And it's be yourself because everyone else is taken. That is good. Nobody is built like you. You design yourself. That's good. That's Jay-Z. That's good. Live by that. Understand that. Period. Know that. Period. <laughs> Period. That was good. Yes. <laughs> okay, so I just asked you what advice would you give to a young lady in high school? Mm-hmm. Um, but now I would like to know that if you could have a conversation with your teen self, what advice would you give her in regards to her future? Mm-hmm. So that's very similar to what I said and I was able to give that advice so fluently because mm-hmm. I'm living like I'm living proof uh-huh. back then I was doing what everybody told me I should do or what everybody told me I was good at you know yeah. even going to college my mom was like you'll be good at this and I'm like okay yeah now fortunately that kind of that was she was pushing me in my purpose mm-hmm. which I'm still defining to this day yeah you know, um, but talking to my teenage self, I would definitely say, don't follow the hype, don't try to fit in, mm-hmm. you know, really take the time to know and love yourself, yeah. love yourself, because if you don't love yourself, who will, Right. and you know, that's one of the things too, in high school, you're trying to fit in, Ooh. trying to be with the boys, <laughs> trying to, you know, stay up with what up, how people dressing and stuff. Me and my friends, we joke all the time about how we used to dress up with heels and try to look cute. Right. Trying to be grown. It's 6 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, 7 o'clock in the morning. We're going to school to learn. We're about to sit at somebody's desk and write all day and read. Like, what are right. we doing? It's like, really looking back, it's so many things I would change, but really... The forefront of everything is just really take the time to know and love yourself because that is going to catapult you for the woman you're going to become right. when you go on to college and right. when you go on to your career. Right. So it's very important to take that time with yourself. You know, ask yourself those questions. Have that conversation. What do I want? What makes me happy? Yeah. What can I do? And, you know, even in church, one thing the pastor say is to be on this world and this earth, you have to serve other people. And if you're not serving people, mm-hmm. you're not doing something right. Right. It's not even about you. Right. It's about what can you do for other people. 
So you have to have those conversations with yourself. Seek a a mentor or mm-hmm. seek somebody you look up to. Really talk to them and you know figure out their path or figure out what they've done or figure out their journey because yeah. that can really help you figure out what you want to do for you even if you're unclear and everybody don't always have the answers right. i always say is it okay to say i don't know yet right that's fine <laughs> but as long as you're searching for that you want to know and you're making those steps to find out that's all that matters right yeah Whoo, that was really good um but I just want to thank you for coming out today. I thank you for everything that you said. Everything that you said was so wise. But before you leave, is there anything else that you would like to say? Yes. So for all the young ladies listening or for anybody, you know, and I took notes. And so I'm going to read from my notes. And it's how to find your purpose. I mentioned I went to Stephen Speaks um, back in December and he had some really good points. So I just want to share this with you all. And step one is to ignore everyone's voice but God. Because we seek validation from family. We seek validation yes. from friends. But we need to seek validation from God. Because he's the only one who knows our true purpose. That's he it. created us. That's so it. you have to seek him. Have conversations with him. Pray about it. If you don't know what you're on this earth for, believe it is a reason. We all have a purpose. And we're all very unique in our own very special way. So if you are seeking that, seek God to seek your purpose. Consider what you were passionate about when you were a child. I talked about that. Even if you're unsure, you know, or for older women, if you're like, well, I don't really, I'm in this job and I don't know why why I'm doing this or what I'm supposed to be doing. Consider that because that really spoke to me. So that really spoke to me. That was good. That was good. Yeah. It really did. Because um, we only focus on what we love when you think about it. Right. And how pure are you as a child? Yes. So what you love, <laughs> you probably loved as a child. And that's probably what you're supposed to be doing. Step three, do not focus on the big picture. Focus on the next step. Ask God, Good. what should I be doing next don't think about where you're supposed to be 20 years from now 40 years from now no Mm. take life in steps you prepare for the next big thing you make sure you do that and you got to be effective in your health to carry out your purpose make sure you're eating right make sure you're doing the things that you have to do focus Focus on what you're putting in your body. Because think about it. If you just putting anything in your body, you don't care about yourself. Right. Make sure you do that. Step four. Focus on what you're gifted with. That's good. What do I do really good? And I know I can make an impact on others. That is a gift. And each and every one of us have it. So don't ever think that... You were put on this earth for nothing or you don't have a purpose or it's nothing you're good at. You just have to really sit down and think about it. So make sure you do that. That is very important. And always remember this, and this is coming from me. Because life is, it can be hard. But listen, if it don't challenge you, Mm. it don't change you. Listen. So remember that. If it don't challenge you, it don't change you. That's good. So anything that challenges you, probably meant to happen. That means you're going to push through because you got to persevere. Absolutely. And then you will be changed at the end 
for the better Absolutely. for yourself and for others. Absolutely. Okay, ladies, so me and Danielle's journeys are a little different, but we both want the same outcome, and that's to become successful. As for me, I wanted to be a dentist. I remember my ninth grade year, we had a project, and that project was to create a magazine of where you wanted to be when you became an adult. Okay, guys, let's just say that kids were nowhere in my future. I remember saying that I would be the first pediatric dentist office and be the owner of an early childhood center. Well, being a dentist didn't quite work out for me. Number one, I don't even like blood. Number two, I don't even know if I want to work in other people's mouth like, yeah, <laughs> no. So that dream was short-lived. In high school, I started off in early college. Then I ended up being transferred to a college preparatory school. I was so upset about being moved that I didn't apply myself. So I ended up failing tremendously. And it's not that I couldn't do the work. It's just that I did not apply myself. So I ended up back at the school where I originally came from. But I had to end up playing catch up. All because of a decision that I made of not applying myself. Because I was mad in the moment. If I can go back and change it, I would. But I actually don't regret anything. I don't regret why I graduated from. Because it came with so many opportunities. Okay, so because I was in early college and because 9th through 11th grade year, I took mostly academics. When I became a senior, I had mostly electives. So y'all know electives are fun. Yes, I enjoyed my senior year. <laughs> um, I graduated high school in 2009. I ended up graduating college with my AA degree in 2010, then getting my bachelor's in 2014. Now, my journey wasn't a breeze, and I stumbled across many obstacles, but those obstacles were a part of my journey. And what I came to realize, today I'm working on my master's, I'm the director of an early childhood center. I'm about to relaunch a private school. I'm a mentor. I have a nonprofit for teen girls. I'm a mother and a few other things. And all of those things have something in common. They require me to lead. I've always had the mindset to have my own business. So I'm an entrepreneur. On my journey to success, I'm learning as I go, just being honest. And as you go through life, you're going to honestly understand that you're going to learn as you grow. You're going to learn as you go. You're never going to actually, you're going to be successful at certain points, but I feel like every successful person is going to be forever evolving. And that's something that me and Danielle actually mentioned. But I actually want to give a few cue points few key points that I feel like you should know in order to be successful. Number one, success doesn't always feel good. In order to become successful, you may have to lose some things or be willing to sacrifice some things. It can be sleep, friendships, relationships, time. It won't always be easy, but it'll be worth it. And let's take it back to friendships and relationships. You have to understand that just because someone starts with you, they won't always finish with you. 
Yes, you're going to have some friends that's going to walk with you the whole time. But you can't expect everyone to go with you through your journey. Because, and that doesn't make them a bad person. But you may be going and growing in a certain direction. Or y'all may be growing and going in two different directions. Um, and as far as sleep goes, like... Sometimes there'll be sleep, sleepless nights, like even going through college, like sometimes you'll have to stay up late night and study. Sometimes you'll have to stay up, get up early in the morning and, you know, get up early for work and do things. I'm I'm really not an early person. I'm going to just be honest. But sometimes I have to make the sacrifice to get up early because the early bird gets the worm. Number two, success requires hard work. I'm going to reference Beyonce. Y'all know I love Beyonce. That's sus. Shout out to sus. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that everyone has seen her documentary um, on Coachella. Her, um, Coachella documentary on Netflix. And she talked about how there were times that she missed sleep and meals. She wanted to always go to an HBCU. But she sacrificed that to become who she is today. And she created her own band, y'all. Like, she was the first person, like, the first artist that I know of to actually come up with her own HBCU band. Shout out to Sus, because I don't think anybody else can do it. I mean, they probably can, but Beyonce was the originator. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, anyway. <laughs> but um, she actually created her own band. Um, She created her own will. She wasn't able to go to an HBCU. She made that sacrifice of not going to an HBCU to only one day come back and create her own band. And I feel like that's so amazing. That's so amazing. Like, she sacrificed something. Success requires sacrifice. And that's another point. Um, There's this man, I don't know his name, but he does a lot of motivational speeches on YouTube. And one day, he said something so real. He said that, he said that you have to want success as bad as you want to breathe. Now, we all want to breathe, right? Because if you can't breathe, you can't have life. If you can't breathe, you can't live. So you have to think about this. How bad do you want to be successful, sis? How bad do you want success? You have to want success as bad as you want to breathe, as bad as you want to live. And being successful isn't always about you. Number three, success should be your happiness and your definition. And that's something that me and Danielle also touched on. Never allow what you see around you to define your success. It's not in what you see on social media. It's not in materialistic things. There are a lot of people who look the part, but are they actually what they post? And you have to think about what is your purpose here on earth? People will pretty much say that, oh, this profession makes this type of money. This profession makes that type of money and all types of things. And yes, they may make money, but there are people that are in professions that aren't even happy with what they're doing. But because someone told them that you're going to make this type of money, they did it. But I feel like if you... Go after what you want and you follow your purpose. The money is going to come. The income is going to come. 
You just have to walk in what you're supposed to walk in. And Danielle mentioned this. Pray about it. Seek God about it and go for it. That's what you have to do. You have to make sure that success makes you happy. It's something that that makes you happy. Not nothing that you see on TV. Not nothing that you feel like is popular. But it actually has to make you happy. Not someone else's idea. But your idea. And it may look crazy to somebody else. And that's my fourth point. To be successful, sometimes you're going to look crazy to people. But that's okay. Because in the process of, it's not meant for everyone to understand. It's not meant for everyone to understand. It was placed in your heart and your mind for a reason. Sometimes you have to keep it a secret until it's done. Because once you start talking about it, people will, number one, try to talk you out of it because they don't see how it's going to happen. People only see life as far as they went sometimes. So if you have these big old expectations in life, they're going to think you're crazy because they didn't go that far. They may put a time stamp on you. Every time they see you, they're going to they gonna remind you of, oh, well, you ain't do it yet, so how long is this going to take you? And you just have to remember, like, don't rush the process. Don't allow people to make you rush your process. You have to enjoy the process. And some people, which as I just said, like, only see success as far as they've been in life. Number five. Success is taking your time. So we all know the story of the tortoise and the hare. Of course, the hare ran faster, but the tortoise was more successful. And I tell my son this all the time, um, not to rush through his work. And just because you're the first one finished doesn't mean that you're the winner. And you, throughout life, you may see people win you may see people get finished or, or succeed at something faster than you, but you have to like enjoy your process and know that you're going to get there in a timely manner. Yes, we all want to get to the finish line, but you have to enjoy your process. There are many things that we have to learn. I don't I know for me, like <laughs> I don't want to get to my to certain points too early. Because there are certain things that I feel like I need to learn before I get to a certain point. I feel like the process is where you learn. The process is where you grow. The process is where you actually get molded. Um, we don't, sometimes like we don't need that spotlight too early. Because if you get the spotlight too early, like sometimes like you mess up. And then you want to go in hiding, but like. Become in hiding so that when you do come out and when you do become successful, you'll have it all together. Enjoy your process and just know that success is forever evolving. To me, like, you'll never actually arrive. I mean, like, you'll arrive, but you're for, you'll forever try to become better. Like, we're not going to... Everyone has room for growth, even someone who seems like the best person ever. Like, we're not going to ever be perfect. 
So don't expect to be perfect in no area, in no way, in no shape, form, or fashion. Success is forever evolving. Today's episode was sponsored by Once Upon a Style. Once Upon a Style was founded by Jakira. Now do me a favor, ladies. Hop on Instagram and follow Once Upon a Style dot underscore. Again, that's Once Upon a Style dot underscore. You need your hair braided, ladies? Hit up Jakira and tell her that Sequoia sent you. All right, peace. Would you like to be featured on Dear Teen Girl as a co-host? Or is there a particular topic that you would like to hear about? Are you doing positive things in your school or community and would like to be our Dear Teen Girl of the Week? Are you an entrepreneur or an aspiring entrepreneur and you want your business featured or advertised? Please let us know by contacting us at GlamourInc at epitomeofexcellence.org. Again, that's GlamourInc at epitomeofexcellence.org. That's G-L-A-M-O-U-R-I-N-C at E-P-I-T-O-M-E-O-F-E-X-C-E-L-L-E-N-C-E dot org.